In this episode, I take you on a journey through my career path, sharing the experiences that shaped my entrepreneurial journey. From my first job, I go through all my experiences and you'll discover the challenges, lessons, and moments that led me to where I am now. If you're navigating your professional path, considering entrepreneurship, or simply love what you do or where you're now, this is an episode that you'll relate with. Ready to know me a bit better and learn how to embrace your own path? Let's dive right in. Hey, I'm Corina Ortega, just a regular Venezuelan woman who is passionate about being the voice she once needed by helping you navigate through your own people-pleasing recovery journey. I walk with you through the lessons I've learned throughout my own process and give you the tools that will help you make decisions that start prioritizing your own needs. Think of it as our personal date with a menu full of clarity and awareness. Get ready to learn and be challenged to dig deep through these conversations to unravel this prioritizing journey together. This is the Inner Pleaser Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Inner Pleaser Podcast. Today, I'm excited because I want to invite you into a more personal space as... I will share with you a bit more of my professional journey. A few episodes back, I spoke about how I'm learning to embrace my multifaceted itself, but I sort of realized I haven't given you much detail about my background or the experiences that made me realize I wanted to become an entrepreneur. So I'll talk about both the moments I didn't quite enjoy and the ones that have become guiding lights in what I do now. Let's just jump into it, shall we? My first job experience. Okay, that goes way back to where I was still in the uni studying business economics and one of my school best friends, uh, she was working as a high school English teacher in a private school in Caracas and she decided to quit because she was about to start another internship. She was studying to become a lawyer. So this internship was obviously more into her career. But she asked me if I wanted to take this teacher job and replace her when she finished. I immediately liked the idea. I think I've always liked to teach. I remember when I was in school and I had to study for a test... I played as I was the teacher in my room and pretending I had to teach the lesson is how I studied and how I learned the things better and I also had fun doing it so I said yes to this opportunity and uh, that was my official first job. I became an English teacher of first year of high school and I can say I absolutely loved this experience because it allowed me to work and make some money while I was studying, but also because I connected a lot with my students and I don't know, we created such a special bond and I was only five years older than them. So 
I learned how to be very professional and serious, not allowing them to cross that line between student and teacher, of course. But I absolutely gained their respect. And I think that's something I value so much from that experience. I think it showed me that I love to provide a different experience to others. I think I always had it in me to impact others. I just didn't want to be the regular teacher or just to be one more of the bunch. I I didn't want to be just the person who, you know, stood up in class and gave a lecture on something that they will forget the next day. I sort of was conscious that I had the next generation in there in front of me and I wanted to give more. I wanted to have an impact on them. So being a teacher, I think, is one of the most fulfilling jobs there are. But when you do it the right way, when when you earn that bond with your students, it definitely makes it special. And that's how it was for me. So this was my first experience. It was not the only one I had as a teacher, but let's just not get ahead of ourselves. Then my second job experience, I ended this teacher job I had and I started an internship at uh, Venezuela's central bank because I needed this internship in order to graduate. So I remember that when I was applying to this internship, I, I was thinking how fortunate I could be if I was selected to, you know, to work or have this experience in the most ideal place to work as an, as an economist. It is the perfect place to practice this profession. So I remember the first day um, we were three interns selected and one of them even studied with me in the same uni. Uh, We were of the same class and we were selected to work at the economic analysis department. I mean, imagine how big this is, all right? You're studying business economics, you are about to graduate and you're actually working with the macroeconomic data of a country, of your country. It's a huge deal. And I remember our first day, the head of the department asked us which area of the department we would like to be in. He named a few, and I remember being just blank or thinking none of them. (laughs) You know, I just... Honestly, I couldn't choose one because I just wasn't passionate about it. But anyways, the other two started to choose and I was last to choose. And I mean, all of them made their choices and I was left with the incredible tax sector. I mean, how depressing, right? Anyway, I'm just not gonna lie. It was a really cool experience and a very prestigious one, if you ask me. And even though politically and economically my country was a mess, it was just nice to be surrounded by many incredible professionals and very smart people. I think I changed my perspective uh, as to what type of people worked in this institution. I learned a lot from that experience. However, there were a few things I didn't like. It was really, really far away from home. 
I was spending too many hours in traffic, and overall, I think it was very rigid. It was a very rigid kind of job, very serious, obviously.、Um, and they wanted me to stay permanently after I finished that internship, but I just couldn't see myself working there. And Spending so much time in the car as well in traffic, and also the location of it was not the ideal one. Not only because it was far away from home, but also because it was in a very dangerous zone of、uh, my city, Caracas. And yeah, I think I just overall the whole experience was just not it for me. But here I learned that. I definitely was more into the business side of things, and not much into the economic, hardcore data part of my career. I realized it from the very beginning that I wanted to move forward with that. So that led me to my third experience, which is I was selected for a business and leadership certificate for young professionals. At BNSE, which is a private bank, this certificate that we were selected to do was at a very prestigious school in Venezuela, which is the、um, Instituto de Estudios Superiores de Administración, which is IESA. So when this was suggested,、uh, it was very appealing, and the whole curriculum of the project it was very appealing to me. So I decided to move forward with it. We first were selected to study this course, and after we finished the course, we、um, had to go through different sectors of the bank or different、um, areas of the bank, learning from all of them, and then we had the opportunity to choose which one we would like to stay in. Thankfully, I got selected for the department that I wanted to stay in, and yeah, in the beginning it was. Kind of exciting, but very very fast. It started to feel off. I mean, the whole vibe of the place was kind of weird. The head of the department was really harsh. It didn't have a very good approach. My boss had a terrible approach to female employees. It was disgusting. Um, but I don't know. I just found it hard to relate to the whole experience. It, it was sort of again. I felt like I didn't fit in at all. I was surrounded by people who constantly complained about everything, about the salary, about the opportunities, about everything. It was quite overwhelming in that sense. As people, I was surrounded by people who was not happy at all. And I was not happy at all. I just felt that I learned everything very quickly. I was not challenged at all. I, yeah, I felt like I needed a new challenge, and I was not finding it there. So I decided to move on and search for other opportunities again in the business side of things. But I guess what I learned or what I take from this experience. Not much from the experiential job part, but from the course itself. Of course, I enjoyed the content of it a lot. 
I learned a lot from that. It's an incredible part of, of my career and definitely one that I wouldn't take out just the job part (laughs) but the course part it was really really nice to do and to go through so I spent there one year total and I then applied for a job at coca-cola I got accepted and to be honest I finally loved what I was doing I was learning constantly the work environment was amazing the company culture was incredible and i think some of my best friends that i still have were made there but yeah i think it was one of my favorite experiences of all i i genuinely looked forward to go to work every day but you know our country went through very tough times and the whole situation just made it hard for salaries to be enough and a lot of people was forced to leave the country and that's how little little by little it started to change for me people were leaving i don't know the whole vibe of the department changed i don't know how to describe it but it was changing it was different and What happened next is what changed the whole course of my career. Many people started to resign, most of them because they were leaving the country. And I began to see how I was taking on tasks that didn't belong to me. Tasks from a higher position than mine because that person had left. And I enjoyed every minute of it because I was learning new things. Um, I I was sort of in a place where it was monotone, my job. I was doing every day the same thing. And I wasn't quite enjoying or learning that much. Uh, It was pretty much the same every, every day. And I was starting to feel icky about it. So when they open up that position for interested candidates, I... I got excited because I said, okay, maybe this is my opportunity to move on, to keep growing and to learn new things. And I remember reading that job description and yeah, just aspiring for more. And when I approached my boss to ask if I could apply for that position, which was definitely one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever had to do because asking for permission to keep growing and facing new challenges it just felt off it felt uncomfortable it felt unfair to me it made me tremble it made me feel awful i remember and i feel uncomfortable i'm I'm sweating as i'm remembering this so this is what he answered when i asked read the job description carefully That was his answer. Read the job description carefully. I think that moment definitely changed everything for me. Everything. I felt that a ceiling was placed over me. I felt like I was not going to be given that opportunity to, to grow and to keep expanding myself. And indeed, when I applied, I wasn't given the chance. So I remember thinking this is it because I found myself in a situation where I was not allowed to grow 
I was tired of doing the same thing every day and not having new challenges. I just desperately wanted to take charge of my own journey, of my own growth and not having to beg to be recognized. I wanted to make my own schedule. I wanted to be my own buzz, as cliche as it may sound, but that was definitely what resonated with me. And I think that all of these experiences led me to that moment. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, that's where everything changed. I decided to quit and I decided to venture myself into trading. I studied this with my dad in the US for a couple of months and I enjoyed it because I knew what was passive income for the first time and it's something that aligned with what I wanted for myself. I could choose my own schedule, I could have my own time to do other things that I love. Um, It was very flexible and I don't know, I enjoyed the experience, but as soon as I started working on this by myself, I started to feel a lot of pressure. I was being pressured by my dad. If you know anything about trading, loss is a big part of that game. And you have to take action without being too emotional. And I was always taking action from fear of losing because I was constantly asked for good results. So I felt also very isolated because I was doing this by myself in my country. I had no community whatsoever. I had no one to learn from side to side. It was only an online community, but there was no connection. And this is a very personal process. It's very hard to find people that align with your strategy with your structure um, and I didn't have that so I really felt lost and purposeless I honestly couldn't answer why I was doing what I was doing so somewhere in the back of my mind I thought that I could share my experiences with others as to how to do what I was doing and I think that's where I was connecting with my inner desire to serve At the same time, I was teaching back again uh, at a different school, the one I had studied in, actually. And I was enjoying that again. It's something I've always loved. And I think that allowed me to connect once again to that serving side of me that has always been an interest of mine. And around that time, I came up with another business opportunity I decided to create my own sportswear brand intended for tennis players and I was just seeking that creative outlet I think and yeah I decided to launch it and the process was incredibly enjoyable. I loved every minute of it. I loved the outcome and That experience honestly showed me how capable I was to do things on my own, to take charge of it all, of every part of the process. And it showed me a lot of what I was capable and how special the journey was when you were the one choosing it. 
where you were the one following your intuition. So right around this time, the pandemic hit and obviously everything stopped. I stopped trading. I stopped working on my sportswear brand. There were no sales. There was no income. I started to do some introspection and this is when this whole journey and this whole personal development work started to happen for me. I started to question everything. I was not happy with anything I was doing. I was happy with my sportswear brand, but still there was something missing. I started to realize my people-pleasing patterns and I started to become determined to start over and follow my own wishes. I have no idea what I wanted to do. None. But I was ready to discover it and just to explore and see what it was, even if I had to start from scratch. So that's when I discovered the doTERRA business opportunity and everything just clicked for me. As I have told you before, I I saw how I could set my own schedule, how I could enjoy the flexibility I needed, how I didn't have earning limits, how I could create passive income in a different way that was not trading. And I don't know, this journey allowed me to also share my personal story, which I was eager to share with others. I became passionate about that. I don't know what it was, but it was sort of a calling. I was sort of in a new mission to spare other people from the challenges I have faced. And I finally found a project that I love that it doesn't feel like work whatsoever, that I look forward to it every day and that I'm excited about what I'm creating for myself and for others as I move forward. So as I look back, I am very fortunate to have found it very fast as I started to shift my own journey. So definitely all these experiences led me to where I am now. I mean, uh, I think I didn't mention it, but in Coca-Cola, I learned everything about branding, um, how creating that company culture is so incredible and how to make things right as a team. I think I learned a lot about team building in this company and that's something I take from that experience aside from all different admin stuff that I currently use also. In the trading side, like I said, I got to learn what passive income was and how badly I wanted and how I needed that time freedom in order to feel like myself. And in my sportswear brand, I got to learn how capable I was. So now to say where I am today or what do I do, all of those experiences allowed me to say today that because I lost myself for people pleasing others, I now get to guide others to redefine themselves, to find themselves again, to prioritize themselves the same way I did it by looking within 
to what makes them truly happy and not on the outside, leaving all those societal parameters on the side. And using this podcast, my social media, my wellness assessments with essential oils and such a beautiful and wonderful business opportunity that allows them to turn those passions into a reality. So I think all of them allow me to be here now and have taught me something invaluable. But even if I would choose a different path, if I had the opportunity to turn back time, I think what wouldn't change is the fact of becoming an entrepreneur. It just feels right for me. It feels that It allows me to have the freedom to be who I want to be. It stretches me. It challenges me every day. And I think is where I've had grown more and been more happy in my entire career. So this has been quite an exercise, you guys. Um, I want to highly encourage you to make it, to look back and see your journey wherever you are now. And just put it on paper, write it down so that you can see what your biggest challenges were and the biggest lessons in every experience as well. Reflect on your career journey and the lessons that you have learned along the way. Even if you don't like most of it, honor that path. I'm sure that there's something good to take out from each one. I never thought I had something good to take out from my second experience, which was the private bank, but I did. Doing this exercise is how I realized I did. So I highly encourage you to do this. And I think it's such a great exercise to do when that little voice in our heads wants to make us believe that we're not enough, that we don't do enough, or wants to make us believe that we're not deserving. It definitely empowers you to just look back and see the journey and embrace or be grateful to where it has led us. So if you have any stories or thoughts to share, feel free to reach out. I am going to challenge you to do this exercise. Look back at your career journey and take out something positive from the personal experience that you least liked. The one that you, if you could erase it, (laughs) that's the one you're going to choose. And and try to take something positive or a lesson, a big lesson that that opportunity gave you. And please share it with me. I am dying to know what it is. Thank you so much for joining me today again. Take care and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for finishing this episode of the Inner Placer podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I cannot wait for you to listen to the next one. If you liked what you heard today and find yourself wanting more, click on the subscribe or follow button and head on to corinaortega.com.